In the Lab, a Texans podcast that takes a different look at things. Drew Doherty and John Harris have their lab coats and goggles on and the Bunsen burners burning. Here's Drew. That it is. It's In the Lab time, and it's Drew Doherty, the one speaking to you right now, and the guy listening right now, John Harris. But John Harris, let's speak a little bit. Let's do that. Let's speak a little All bit. Right. Don't know why we're doing uh, this rudimentary chit chat, but that's no, okay. It's more fun when we kind of fart around because this is a. Uh... <laughs> I like that term. My dad used to use that term a lot, <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't kind of get it when I was younger. He'd always say, "Hey, quit farting around." I was like, "What?" Makes uh, okay. all the sense in the world. So yeah, your dad knows. It was good to meet your dad, by the way, in Green Bay. That was yeah. fun. Met both your parents. That and, was uh, that was really cool, man. They they really appreciate all the all the things that they've read of yours yeah. and seen you and heard you and and uh, you know they met they met Mark and. It was really cool. Mark actually told my parents that uh, they were glad that they uh, they uh, that I was born. So uh, that was a little awkward. Glad he was born. Yeah, glad he was born. And of course, you know, my my mom was like, "Well, okay, yes, thank you." So yeah, it was it was fantastic for them. I mean, they they had enjoyed me. They they just loved meeting everybody. I mean, they had been here they've been here for so long, and then decided before my first uh, full time. Yeah, my first year I was not full-time employee. Right. I, mean, I was full-time, but it wasn't full-time. So it wasn't until 15, and they left in March of 15 to go back to Wisconsin. So it was uh, it was really cool. It was cool for them to see J.J. up close, and you know they've loved J.J. for a long time just because they're from Wisconsin. And so that was really exciting for them to watch him in practice and see him up close. It was cool. You know, you bring that up. Okay, here's the table of contents. We're going to talk about an interesting interview I did yesterday. Yes. We're going to each give a reason for optimism despite what we saw Saturday night. But before that, I want to talk about something you just mentioned. I think you and I and most of the people around here, we don't mean to, but we kind of, I don't want to say take for granted, and I don't want to say we don't appreciate it, but it was something special for a lot of those people up in Wisconsin to get to see J.J. Watt up close. You know, we see... We've seen him up close. We see him up close three, four times a week in practice yeah. and at the games. Right. And I, I don't know about you, but a lot of times I'll just kind of focus on what he's doing in a right. game because he's so exciting and interesting to watch. He is. Yep. But that is something pretty special, like you just mentioning that, that your parents got to see that. I mean, we saw so many 99 jer- – we see him all over the all over I the know. country when we travel, but especially so up there. And, you know, he's a, a favorite son of theirs. It was really cool to – see that and see people get to see him right. up close because you forget I mean it, it it can be expensive to come to an NFL game yep and you get to go to practice it's a little bit different it's a little bit cheaper and, and you get to see them up close in a different environment I think that was really cool and I know JJ appreciated that and appreciates that and yep. he has he he understands what's going on and I, I know it was special to him so that was kind of cool you know I I thought about this before we left and I don't know that Bill O'Brien went out of his way to do this, but you know Dean Smith, a longtime basketball coach at the University of North Carolina, he back in the day players didn't they usually spent three or four years in college basketball. They didn't jump to the NBA after a year or even after two years, and that's kind of become more the norm now. But Dean used to reward his his elders, his seniors in particular, he would schedule a game. He would try and schedule a game in that player's hometown. That's awesome. As best he possibly could. And so he would try and find a game. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of players came from North Carolina, but they would still schedule games. You know, they might schedule one down in Wilmington 
you know, where Michael Jordan was from. They might schedule it uh, in other places, but I remember them going to New York City when Kenny Smith was a senior. And I think they played Madison Square Garden. I want to say they played St. John's, but I can't remember for sure. But he would try and schedule a game. It got a little bit more difficult when he got some international players. Yeah. But he would do his best to try and get a game somewhere where those seniors in particular would have kind of a, a coming home and a, a homecoming. Um, and that was always – I always thought that was a, a neat deal that he would give that option. And I thought about that when we were going to Green Bay. Like this was kind of a, a little bit of a gift to, to J.J. in some sense, maybe, maybe unintended, but it ended up kind of being that way. And, I mean, obviously for rookie Max Sharping it was that way too. But, um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's – you know, I think people look at J.J. In, in the state of Wisconsin. You know, he left to go to Central Michigan. But then he came back home, if you will, to Wisconsin and then became a star at the University of Wisconsin. And unlike Texas, in the state of Wisconsin, it is the University of Wisconsin. It's the Bucks, Brewers, Badgers, and the Packers. Yeah. And th- there are no, there's not a Cowboys-Texans battle. There's not a Mavs-Spurs-Rockets right. battle. It is. You grew up in Wisconsin. Those are your teams. Like, you live, eat, breathe those teams. And to see a guy like that – grow up in that area, then go to the University of Wisconsin and then come back to the state of Wisconsin as successful as he is. The Wisconsin people are very, very proud of him. And, and, and they should be because he is he is what is great about this this league amongst many things in this building. He is one of the he is one of the reasons why this organization I think is held in high regard because of what he's done in the community, what he does on the field, how he handles himself, um, the role model that he's become. I mean he's 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 one of Wisconsin's favorite sons yeah. and doesn't play his professional ball there. But because he grew up there and played his ball at Wisconsin, I think he'll always remember it as such. You know what I'm going to do? You bring up that Dean Smith rewarding his elders. I think I'm going to go be a college basketball coach, and here's what I'm going to do. Every single recruiting class, mm-hmm. I'm going to make sure there's a basketball player from Hawaii. In yeah. Class. I don't care if he's a walk-on, <laughs> but I'm going to make Hawaii sure every single year we got to go back to Hawaii to yeah. reward this this elder uh, on the team because yeah, I like I like Hawaii and I want to go back. Yeah, I haven't been to Hawaii. I gotta go. Oh, dude, it's best. But anyways, um, had a fun interview last night with AJ Moore, safety, who made some plays as a safety in mm-hmm. camp earlier. Yep, has gotten a lot of playing time this preseason. Will probably play a little bit, if not a lot, on Thursday night, and um, led the team in special teams tackles a year ago. This time a year ago, three hundred sixty-five days ago. He was in Patriots camp fighting for his his NFL life, trying to make that team. Didn't happen for him, and thank goodness it didn't because he came here and helped this special teams unit improve by leaps and bounds. But I did a dirty dozen with him where I don't really ask him any football questions. I didn't ask him any football questions. Sometimes I'll sneak one in, but usually it's kind of more fun when it's not. And so I started out talking about twins because he's got a twin brother. Yep. And um, they're on the phone, he said, hours per day. And a lot of that time is spent – in silence, they just like to be on the phone, yeah, and do stuff, and just know that the other one's there. Interesting, yeah. Uh, I found this out. I did not know. I knew he was from Mississippi. I did not know he was a farmer. <laughs> yeah, his his family <laughs> they're yeah. farmers. I mean, that's they, amazing. They raise chickens for Tyson. That's amazing. They have cattle and horses and stuff. And I was, I asked him. I said, "Well, if you were not playing football, what would your career be?" He's like, "Oh, that's easy. I'd be a farmer. I'd I'd go back and I'd be helping my dad." It was pretty fascinating. That's amazing. That. I was like, well, what's, what's typical day, day like? Get up at daybreak, feed the animals, feed the chickens, uh, and then we go out and we, we're bush hogging. And I said, wait, wait what's bush, bush hogging? hogging? It's basically cutting the grass, cutting the, the pasture. Ah, uh, you know? okay. With the, right. You're riding a tractor, right. and you got the things behind you, 
And so bush yeah, hogging. I've I, never heard. I mean, listen, the things that you hear growing up in the South, uh, growing up in Texas and bush hogging is one I've never heard. It, it's interesting about AJ because last year we had Jordan Thomas on the air last night with us uh, <laughs> and he came in live. And so we had to remind him you're on the air live. Not that Jordan right. would have gone off the reservation, but, you know, these guys most of the time come in here. They know it's a it's a recording. Uh-huh. And so they're they're usually pretty, you know. Like, hey, if you say something, they can always... So, they, so they're okay they're with that. They're pretty buttoned up. They're yeah. pretty... Yeah. They, never... I don't think anybody's ever said anything, like, way off the way off the beaten path. But we just reminded him. And so I thought about JT because I told him his story. I don't know. I didn't know if he remembered. When Texas Tech played Ole Miss last year, uh-huh. uh, he was on the sidelines. Right. And so I I said, do you know anybody? Having played at Mississippi State, and there's really two schools in Mississippi... I mean, there's Southern Miss and there's some others, but it's Mississippi State and, and Ole Miss. And I said to him... I said, "Do you know anybody on on Ole Miss?" Oh yeah, yeah, I know the twins. I was like, "The twins, like the twins." Like I, I didn't. I, was like, I acted like I knew. I was, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, the twins." And I was like, "I didn't know who the twins were." And then, about three or four hours later, I saw that we had made a waiver claim on AJ Moore, mm-hmm. and I went, "Oh wait a second, AJ Moore." And then CJ Moore is still at Ole Miss. It's like, oh, the CJ had yeah, CJ had an injury, so he yeah. had a red shirt. Season. Yeah, AJ went on right. So then I was like, oh, oh, okay, oh, and now we got one of the twins. Yeah. And so we were talking about that last night, and he said they they grew up about ten minutes from each other. And he's like, it's so funny because he's like ten minutes, like yeah, right down the road from each other. But he grew up with the twins, and in that Detroit game, Jordan had caught a pass and turned up the sideline, and CJ came and took the brunt of a Jordan Thomas hit. And Thomas kind of flexed a little bit, looked down, and he saw it was CJ, and he said, "Yeah, that felt pretty good." But those guys all grew up together. They're Martinez, tight, Rankin, they're all they're all really tight from from that area. And I said to AJ before the game, he didn't play in that Detroit game, because I think he was dealing with a, with a concussion and coming back from that. And I said, "Is this the first time ever that you guys have been on opposite sidelines?" And he goes, "First time ever." Yeah, he's like in any sport. It's wild. Any sport. He said, the first time ever that we've been opposite. I said, has it been weird? He goes, oh, like you wouldn't believe. Well, I asked him about, I said, you got a lot of teammates from Ole Miss that are on the Texans. You got a lot of teammates on the Texans that are from Mississippi State. You guys have a bond. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're brothers, man. Like, yeah. He's like, I know we split up for college, but yeah, yeah we're really tight. So, anyways, it was a fun listen. Uh, check it out. I think DP's going to play it tonight on, in the, uh, excuse me, on Texans All Access. Right. It's up on the site as well. Right. I, I wrote a little story. But before we get into reasons not to be too, too worried after what you saw Saturday night, I want to remind you, post-game entertainment starts with Redbox. Newest movies, fresh from the theater, starting at just $1.75 a night. And for just 3 bucks a night, check this out. You try the hottest video games for PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. Go to the box at your favorite retailers or stream new movies instantly on demand. What? It's not just those DVDs that come in the mail or come in that box. You can stream on demand. That's pretty awesome. So get together with family, friends, the crew, or whoever, and make it a movie night. Make tonight a red box night. All right. John, ugly, ugly, ugly. Capital U, Ooh. capital G, capital L, capital Y Ooh. performance on Saturday evening in yeah. Arlington. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Nobody's disputing that. Organizationally, everyone acknowledges that. It was ugly. Now, don't get used to that because many, many things were at play. I'm going to give you just one reason you should not worry and get used to that. And that first reason and that only reason is 
Number four played, but a series. Yeah, three plays. He played three plays. The Texans have never been blown out in any game that he started, ever. Correct. It was ugly in the playoff game, but it was still... There were opportunities. There were opportunities, and it was was within reach as far as coming back. You're never going to see, or you've never seen anything like we saw the other night when Deshaun Watson started. So don't get too caught up in that because he's going to pull you back in. He's going to make it a little closer. Right. And you just got to remember what happened on the second play offensively because the Texans' defense had forced a three and out to start the game. Yeah. Forced a punt. And then the second play from scrimmage, one of the most beloved members of this team, Lamar Miller, goes down with a knee injury on the second play. And that affects the entire team. A, that's your guy, that's your, your, your kind of your brother, you're worried about his health. B, you know what he means to this team on the field. Yeah. And it just kind of – it has to have, have sapped them mentally to a degree, and I think we just didn't see uh, their true performance. So don't get too concerned about what we saw. Now, it was ugly. Nobody's denying that. But it's not going to be like that very often this year, if at all. Yeah, and J.J. and Whitney played what? They played that first three and out, yeah. and they played the next probably five, six plays, and that was it. And you know, they gave up a touchdown to to Michael Gallup, but that was on a short field. And, you know, look, there are, there, there are things to be concerned about, but I think the things you remember, like you said, you got number four still. You got 99 healthy, and he looked very, very good. I thought, and, I, and I've said this throughout training camp, I think one of the top three players in all all of this entire training camp has been Whitney Merciless. I love the sound and of that. And he was really, really good the other night. He got pressure, I think, almost every time he rushed the quarterback. So those, to me, are really good signs. I thought the coverage was good with the first group. I mean, the throw that Dak makes to Michael Gallup is a is a seed. I mean, it was a tremendous throw. I don't know how he got it there. I mean, Roby is right there on Gallup, and all of a sudden Gallup's like, whoa. I mean, it was like it got on him so fast. I I don't know how it got there, but they I thought the defense played pretty well from from that perspective. The special teams are not going to play like that. Yeah. The special teams will not play like that. They will not bust a they will not bust an assignment on a punt. They, you know, they had that one moment last year against Tennessee early on and then after that they were just buttoned up for the rest yeah. of the year. And that that to me is more indicative of what they'll do as opposed to the other night. So Yeah, maybe you're getting it out of the way in preseason week three as well, opposed to regular season week two like right, last year. Right, and I just I, – the feel that I kind of had was after Lamar got hurt, it was like, let's, let's just get out of here. <laughs> and maybe that was just me, but I kind of felt it. Yeah. Like, hey, let's just get out of here and keep everybody else healthy. I think there's a lot of truth to that. You know. I think that permeated. Yeah. That – I was stung. I mean, it took me a quarter just to kind of like shake, like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. You know, so – you, you you deal with it. You deal with it. When you have a little bit of time, you move on. And now you got a week and a half to get ready for the Saints. You're not going to see a lot of the starters. You're going to see none of those, none of the starters against right. the uh, L.A. Rams. And the Rams have not played any of their starters all preseason. Yeah. So you're going to get yourself ready to go. And and, and OB was asked a question on what's today Tuesday uh, Monday about relative health, and, and he said, "Well, yeah, outside of Lamar Miller, I mean that's." That's a huge caveat that you have to make. And now it's three years in a row where you've lost Watson, Fuller, and Miller to an ACL tear. Three straight years, one of them each year. So hopefully that's it. I hate that it happened, but you got to move on. 
Uh, pull up your big boy pants and get ready for New Orleans on Monday night. But there are, re- you know, special teams are going to be they're going to be way better. Ninety nine and fifty nine are playing at a, at really as as high a clip as they've been in a long time, and and you got number four in the center. Yep. And those are really those are three really good reasons for optimism. All right, my man. Thanks so much for the time. You got it. That was we'll good. Do this again sometime soon, and we will talk to you a little bit later. This has been in the lab.